0: Ghosts, ghouls, spirits, it's all just a bunch of mumbo jumbo, right? Right?
1: Tonight we're here with two voices you'll recognize, three voices you'll recognize, two who have played on the show before, one who has not. Let's start with Mary Francis. Hello. Who are you playing tonight?
2: I will be playing Moxie, a 13-year-old Cathar. Uh, cathars are, as the name implies, cat creatures. I'm tall for my age, and I'm uh, kind of angsty. What all information do you want me to get about my character?
0: Uh, what, is
1: your, what is your type?
2: I am a troublemaker.
1: Yeah. Okay, That okay. is my
2: type. I'm a troublemaker.
1: And we are also here with Nikki Smatters, not playing carp today.
0: <laughs>
3: I'm not carp. can't promise there will not be any paranoia. I'm playing Shrelby Wren, a 13-year-old Umbaran, which I can never remember. What's she, your type? A popular kid. Okay. She's very stylishly cloaked, and she has wavy
4: white hair.
1: Alright, and last but not least, we're here with Nikki Crock, who is hiding behind a sheet of paper.
4: <laughs> it's fine. I'm fine. <laughs>
1: How do you like playing RPGs?
4: It's okay, I guess. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's not my favorite thing, but it's not my least favorite thing either. Okay. So on a
2: scale from having nails embedded under your fingernails
4: mm-hmm. to hugging a unicorn, where does it fall on that spectrum? Smack dab in the middle. Wow. Huh. Um, it's okay. a, this will I, get your
3: GM confidence.
4: <laughs> <laughs> the, the on-the-fly storytelling makes me anxious. I love the narrative of it. I love the storytelling, but having to come up with quick answers is really difficult for me. But I think with Mark, Nikki, and Mary Francis, and as, the magic of editing, and all of us working as a team, I think it'll be a little bit easier yeah. for me. I, I love the, the humor of the podcast, and I think the stories are great. I just prefer to be behind the scenes.
1: Well, today's going to be spooky, but hopefully it won't make you feel anxious.
4: Fingers crossed.
1: Fingers crossed. If um, we get
4: anxious, I'm just going to hold up this purple card. Yeah,
1: hold up your card. And walk away. Uh-huh. Eat some I might, candy I might be yeah. holding
4: up mine up to sniff quite a bit. Okay. I might be holding mine up because I got a fart real bad or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> feel
1: free. Uh-huh. Um, I have no shame. And who are you playing today?
4: I'm playing um, Mirla Wren, a.k.a. Mimi Wren. Um, I'm a 10-year-old baron. I'm actually Shruby's little sister.
2: Shruby? I'll <laughs> and, never be able to hear that without
4: laughing. <laughs> and I'm a weirdo.
1: Okay, so uh, as listeners can tell from the way we were talking about things, we're not playing Star Wars by Fantasy Flight Games today. We are playing Tales from the Loop, which is a really fun role-playing game that, Tell stories that are sort of in the line of Stranger Things, or E.T., and they're typically set in the 80s. You ready to start? Yeah. Okay. Question.
2: Yeah. When will my counterparts know my backstory and things like that like is that going to be something that's just revealed as we get to know each other but i
1: you're all friends okay that's what i thought i would assume that you're friends
2: we're in the same year at school
1: yeah
3: tell me about yourself
2: again yeah Yeah. so i'm a troublemaker but that doesn't but i'm not but you're good friends with the popular kid i am We're, we're a weird relationship because i'm a troublemaker that everyone likes
3: oh okay so you're like i as a troublemaker. charismatic
2: troublemaker. I am Moxie the cat. So you're, you're also a uh, uh, oh Oh, Sealer. Yeah, Bueller. there
0: you go. Oh,
2: okay. See, oh, I do feel like mm-hmm. that. Your cat is also fursueller. I, because so I have um, created my character and based it completely on Mark and Nikki's cat Moxie, who is a mischievous little butt and is so cute and precious and adorable, and I adore her. Uh, she has this beautiful tortoise coat and giant green eyes that are too big for her head. Like, they never close. They never close. She doesn't even blink. I don't even know <laughs> what's happening. They, they just look like marbles. <laughs> she's, place she's very awake yes. all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like she's always got some espresso in her veins.
4: <laughs> well, Ferris Bueller makes a lot of sense because I feel like you're Ferris. Nikki is Sloan. And I'm Cameron.
2: Oh my god. I love Sloan. Yes! Mm-hmm. This is so true. So we're not the breakfast club now. Mm-hmm. We're Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. You have the ranks and leadership, too.
2: Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, it all is coming together, guys. I'm the weirdo sidekick. So I am a troublemaker. Yeah. But so here's the here's the thing. So I'm, I'm not the kind of troublemaker, like the Breakfast Club troublemaker, who's just a bully and has bad attitude and is trying to stick to the man all the time. I am a troublemaker who is just the class clown and being goofy and making funny jokes and stuff. But people like me and authority figures like me, even while they're correcting me or, you know, getting me in trouble, they're, they're still kind of a... Good rapport there. Somehow they they don't hate me. I I don't I don't burn the bridges. I have a thing about bullies. Mm -hmm. So I am the the smallest in my litter at home. (laughs) And my older siblings and dad, I, I get I'm the take the brunt of all of their anger, rage, frustration, and all my all my older siblings pick on me, and so I get bullied a lot at home. So at school. If I see someone being a bully, I don't care if they're bigger than me or older than me or whatever, I can't take it. So I will step in and try and, you know, protect the whoever's getting bullied. Not always by attacking, Mm -hmm. sometimes just by being goofy and changing the subject and distracting them with humor and stuff like that. Cause you know, I don't want to get punched in the face, but, but yeah, I get triggered by bullies.
1: Now that you've gone further into your character... Do the Nickies want to go further into their characters?
2: <laughs> sure.
4: Uh, <laughs> I did not, not have that much prepared.
1: You've got some stuff prepared, though.
4: You want me to go next, yeah. then? I think I'm the only one who really flies by the seat of their pants on this.
1: No, I'm the one who flies by the seat <laughs> of their pants the most.
4: Shelby and I's backstory is interesting.
1: Yeah. Um, so, if yes, you've listened, yes.
4: What is our backstory?
3: <laughs> Tell the listeners our backstory.
1: Shelby and Mirla, aka Mimi, mm-hmm. are the daughters of Stasis, who you may know from our Stasis and Trask episodes.
4: Wow. Uh
1: huh. Wow.
4: Wow. <laughs> Pretty much everybody calls me Mimi except for my dad. Mm-hmm. It's I don't mean to like jump into the dark stuff real quick, but. Our mom passed away when I was really young. I don't remember her at all, and dad got remarried. Um, and our stepmom is not super interested in being a, a mom. Um, so we feel like our dad is just kind of really distracted by his job and is not around a lot. So the two of us are kind of on our own. Even though I give Shelby a hard time, I still look up to her and trust her and our mom was a dancer. And so I've inherited some of her dance ability and even though I'm kind of a loner and keep to myself within my own grade, um, I still really love to dance and I guess that's how I express myself and try to be a part of the world through that. So how do you view your relationship with Moxie? Well, I don't hang out with her a ton just because we're in a different grade level. Uh-huh. But, I mean, do you guys hang out a lot? Like, a sh- We're good friends. So Shirley and I are good friends. It, start- it started because I was bullying somebody. <laughs> <laughs> and I stepped in and won her over with my... With some jokes and humor and, you know, she, she got over so it. So I would assume that Moxie is over at our house a lot.
2: Yeah. So am I, like, the obnoxious... Friend of your older sister, or do am I like? I feel like I'd be nice to you and stuff. Like I don't think I'd be a jerk to you. But are Mm -hmm. you just like? Am I old? You know what I mean. How when kids, anybody older, a year older than theirs, like old. Am I that? Or how
4: old are you guys? We're thirteen. Okay, so not like a crazy. No. But definitely like two, two grades or three grades higher. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. So. You too. Like, you
4: guys might even be in middle school, and I'm in elementary school. Right, totally. Yeah. So I think there's some, I'm probably, like, really interested in whatever you guys are doing. Okay, cool. So you think it's cool to hang out with us? Yes. Okay, good. Sweet. But you are like, why is this, like, younger sister hanging out all the time? Okay, cool. Like, we want to go do our Uh
1: grown-up
2: Thirteen-year-old fangs. (laughs) Our
4: adult (laughs) things At
2: 13.
1: I feel like knowing your family situation Uh and how Stasis, Shelby, and Mirla's dad, feels about family, he would probably consider you to be part of his family.
2: Okay. And I like that because my home life is not great.
1: Yeah. Cool. Anything more about Shelby?
4: Wait, am I going into her... I don't know that that makes a kind of sense thing or yeah because he's like kind of an absent father
1: right he so but he
4: kind of runs an open house right
1: if we go into his episodes he's constantly talking about his family and trying to get off work but he can never get off work
4: okay yeah so his his heart
2: is to be at home yeah his heart motivation would be at home but but he he
1: he got laid off from his previous job he's really needs to keep this job.
4: Do I need to alter what I said about him then? Because I said he was like an absent father and he was... Did I say he was distracted by work? Well, that
2: would I think would you
1: be... said he was always at work, but... I feel like it's...
4: from a 10-year-old's perspective, that's what reality would be. Okay. So I think it fits. Oh, and like being exposed to dance means that I'm hanging out with like kids from a lot of different age ranges mm-hmm. anyway.
1: Mm-hmm. And all different schools. Mm-hmm. A lot of Gungans.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. A little bit everyone. Got anything else to say about Shrelby?
4: Oh, I guess if we're going over our, like, drives. Can rides. I be, like, the creative weirdo, I guess? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Ooh, and that's something that you really
2: like about me, is I'm also uh, artistic, and I like to draw. <laughs> this is me. I do a lot of uh, graffiti art. Movie. I do a lot of graffiti art. Mm-hmm. And my art is, like, like... I like to tell stories with it, and I like to transform the weak people that I have seen get bullied and stuff. In my art, I like to transform them into, like, superheroes to kind of reimagine the person they could be uh, when they grow up. Okay. So it's, like, prophetic art. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm Steve from Stranger Things. Steve the Hare Harrington.
1: But you haven't even seen the latest Stranger Things, No, you're slown, better. But I
4: know this. We can all be a lot of
1: different people.
3: She's a popular kid who's a little bit smarter than she lets on. That's her story.
1: Okay. Oh. Moxie and Shelby are walking home from school with Mimi in tow.
2: Dancing behind us.
1: Dancing behind (laughs) us. Uh huh. Uh huh. Just
3: twirling. The people who watch Bob's Burgers just envision Jimmy Jr. like Yeah! Smooth grooving down the road. Uh-huh.
2: Love it.
1: The three of you live in Little Onderon. Not the nicest neighborhood on Coruscant. Not the worst. Lately, lots of the old properties are getting bought by big corporations who are moving apartments in. Uh, something Moxie would be interested in. There are some artist studios that are cropping up here and there in the old warehouses. And it, it's about a fifteen-minute walk from your school back to your homes.
2: It's getting gentrified. So it there's is a lot of, gentrified. There's a lot of breweries. Yes. <laughs> a couple we, condos. Yeah. Yeah. Do we live in like a cul-de-sac, or like what's our our and our
0: that our works. houses
4: right next door to each other?
2: Sure.
0: I really yeah. enjoy
4: the thought of a cul-de-sac on Corazon. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's kind of Maybe that's your connection—is that like
1: your neighbors
0: or neighbors that works?
4: Yeah. She yeah. still stopped me from bullying. I, like I, that. that, we, that still happens. Well, that's school? how she feels like she has Where? authority over you. Well, she, oh, like. she doesn't, though. She feels like she has. Do I? Maybe. Never no. mind. Well, it's, it's more of a, it's, it's, I'm that Then not... she can call you out. For being. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. She yeah. can yeah. call me right. out. I have confidence in, I have enough confidence in the relationship. She's like my grand vizier. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, back to Mark. We're or, or on the cul-de-sac. <laughs>
1: it's, it's the middle of fall. One day before the galactic holiday, Halloween.
3: I was trying to think of how you could tell the seasons are changing. I was trying to think. there's no trees. I'm like, temperature. Shortening days. Programmed temperature. Wait, so they can like climate control the whole planet yeah, they and they do just climate make it control winter whole... and winter and they
1: Yeah, it's scheduled winter. Oh. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not that bad. Of,
3: okay, the carp's coming out. That's just another symbol of oppression by the government.
2: <laughs> I'm just saying. I'd Have to agree with that. That's one one carpism that I'm on board with. Please continue.
1: So the three of you are walking along, and so what's the what's the order? Probably be you two up front, mm-hmm. talking about stuff with Mimi in the back,
2: mm-hmm. dancing. Mm-hmm.
1: Probably have your eyes closed, just feeling the rhythm. Mm-hmm. And you feel somebody shove you from behind. Ah! Do you have any response to?
3: Oh, I guess we whirl around. The oh, What? What's going on?
1: The three of you see the school bully, Bobis. Oh, you're in your there.
3: element already.
1: Bobis is a Sulistin He's bigger than everyone, which is weird for a Sullustan.
2: He's been held back a few grades. He's held
1: back. He's <laughs> been held back a few <laughs> grades. What are you three dorks doing here?
2: Oh,
4: hey Bobby, how's it going, it's
2: man? It's Bobby,
1: not Bobby. <laughs> Oops.
2: I,
4: I'm, I'm thinking having already. been called
3: a dork, which I have never did. Been I called
4: fall in my life. or did I just get shoved? Or
1: you want to roll? Sure.
4: I guess I should be protective. We're gonna, we're
3: That's gonna... how sisters work, right? I'm an yeah, only child. I'm,
2: yes. I'm probably not going to have the right even, mindset. so, you guys have like a nice sister relationship, but even if you had like animosity towards each other, you would still feel like you had to. It's one of those things where like. I can pick on my sister, but if anybody mm. else touches her, I'm going to cut you. Okay. Like, so... I've got body pins. So
0: you're
1: going to do a move roll. Okay. So you take the number that's next to body, and the number that's next to move, add them together.
3: Are there boosts?
1: That's how many dice you get.
4: I get three no, I dice. Three dice. There's no boosts?
1: You need a six to succeed.
4: What is my success? What am I after?
1: You're after not falling six? over.
4: Okay. Well, I am pretty graceful. Yeah. It's true. You could just pure wet out
2: of it. Unfortunately
1: for a, a weirdo, move is, is not one of your strong suits, but you got a six. So, Babas comes along and shoves you. hmm What does that look like?
4: Um, I take one giant step forward and kind of like pinwheel my arms, <laughs> but I correct my gravity and save myself from falling on my face. And I just kind of whip around and have my angry eyes on. Mm-hmm. So Shrelby and I hear what's happening up front. We we whirl around,
2: and I just kind of try to distract Bobbus from from him continuing to make Mimi his target. Mm-hmm. Kind of try to you know get his attention away from the small little one. And what do you I doing? I grab now. I grab
3: Mimi. And I kind of dust her off.
1: Even though she didn't fall. Oh, oh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, still.
3: You just pat her down make sure she's <laughs> <Yeah>. intact. <laughs> <laughs> and make sure she's not wearing a wire. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just kind of, I get her away. I just take you by the shoulders and move her sort of behind of, us, maybe. Yeah, maneuver. And her. I'm just
4: like... Behind you. I'm kind of oh, okay, specifically. but sure. I'm also happy to defer. I'm just, I'm just like growling.
2: <laughs> so but, so you,
4: maybe you're behind us, just but you're, like, peeking around, like, giving... Yeah. I'm happy there. to be, like, part... I'm happy that we have the the number advantage. Right.
1: You don't have the number advantage for long. Uh-oh. As Babas's two chumps come along...
4: Are they big chumps? Or are they little chumps? Makes a difference. How chumpy are they? Mm-hmm.
1: One of them is a scrawny Rodian. Okay. Who you know is named Rigo. The other one's Dorf.
2: Dorf. D-O-R-F. <laughs> so we've got Bobbis, Dorf, and who? Rego. Rego.
1: Dorf is a Hergleck. and he's actually a bit bigger than Bobbis, but a lot dumber. Oh,
2: well, that's fair. He's a grunt. Yeah. Okay.
1: So the three of them sort of... The skinny
2: guy I'm picturing is Smithers.
1: Sure. They they approach the three of you. And, what, are you what are you three dorks doing here?
2: Oh, hey, we were just uh, on our way home from school. What are you guys up to? You know this? you're
1: supposed to walk the other way. We oh. walk this way. I
2: don't think we were aware of any restrictions about what side of the street we could
3: walk on. I just like roll my eyes and start dragging Mimi behind me. Don't
1: hey, hey, I saw that. Don't you roll your eyes at me.
3: What are you gonna do about it?
1: What am I gonna do about it? Come over here and see what I'm gonna do about it.
2: I would like to do a contact check. Yeah. To see if I know someone that they are afraid of and uh-huh. I can name drop and hey, if you kind of do a. I don't hey. think
1: you have to do a check for that. Oh no? Yeah.
2: Oh okay. I should be the know one somebody. who they fear. Oh, hey, what? <laughs> so guys,
4: I really... Yeah, Shrelvy, tell him. Oh, Is that my voice? Is <laughs> that my voice? It <laughs> yeah, can sure. be. Yeah, Shrelby, <laughs> tell him who's boss. Oh, yes, be that voice.
2: <laughs> so guys, I would really uh, hate for things to get nasty here because I got a good friend on the clone trooper force and I'd hate to have to call him. Tell him, Moxie. Thanks, Mimi.
1: Thanks, man. I don't care about clones. You think they what do they come around here? They're, my dad could beat up the clones.
2: Well, I don't really think that's the point. The point is that they could arrest you. Have a lovely day, gentlemen. Bye.
1: You notice the place that you are. You're in front of one of the houses that was recently purchased by Future Four with Galactic, the company that's been coming around and buying all the property around here and putting up condos. Ginger prying everything? Yeah. Okay. This one is the only one on the block so far. They call it the Bogdone House. After the people used to live here, the Bogdones were kind of weird, but they were the first in the neighborhood to leave. And Babas goes up to to Shrelby. And I think Babas could easily push Shrelby aside.
3: What would be like... Does he do that? Yeah, he does. So what's, like, a... I feel like she would be a slapper. <laughs> yeah. She's, she seems like a slapper and maybe like a stomper.
2: Yeah. Do a, a one, two, smack stomp on the like, toes yeah. kind of thing?
3: like a smack across the face and a stomp on the toes. I like that. I
1: want, oh. I want you to <laughs> open-handed. do a- Open handed.
3: She's got rings on. You turn yeah, I she, him around. You turned him at the first time of trouble. I turned him around. <laughs> I want
1: you to do a force check against him. Okay. And since there are three of them, I want you to get two successes.
3: Okay. I don't have any force.
1: So what's your body score? Three. Three, so you're rolling three dice.
4: So Shelby got shoved.
1: Yeah. So Shelby's Shrelby trying got to shoved. get-
4: Shelby got shoved. They're trying to push Shreved. her
1: aside because they want to grab you.
4: Why me? Why are they still after
2: Mimi? Because they're mean. But I thought I just- they're mean to me. I just thought I told them they were just going
3: to leave. They're Do I mean. roll these three? I'm used to like a six foot space around me. Of awe. hmm <laughs> Your aura. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Seven,
1: ten. Nope, it's individual numbers. Oh, it's
3: individual numbers? Two,
1: three, five. Uh, are you sure so it's individual numbers? Yep.
3: Wait, so you you have to you get six to for two, anything two, six, ten. Uh-huh. uh Okay, I have... I get it.
1: So the, they... So
3: this is the easiest dice system <laughs> yep, yet.
1: Yep, <laughs> They push around Shelby and they grab Mimi. And they look at the two of you and they say... You know what? I got an idea. The three of you, you stay in this house tonight. You can walk on whatever street you want.
4: What's to stop me from doing that anyway? Can I just be like wriggling and yelling like, you brute! You dummy! Yeah. Uh-huh. You clodhopper! Hey. You son of a gunder
2: I don't know what you that third gunner! one
1: means, but I don't like it.
2: <laughs> okay, 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 Mimi. It's okay. Everything's Wait. gonna be fine, guys. Everything's
3: gonna be fine. This is where we need our list of Star Wars curse words.
1: I don't know Cark if you and kids would say that many Star Wars curse words. Or hey, would the popular a... kid.
3: Hey, watch Crips, it, Mark, or, or, or else one. we will Griff slap you. Slap I already Crips. slapped him. I already Griffin slapped him. <laughs> you you bit slapped him?
2: So where are something? we at right now? No.
1: In the middle of a residential place, about a five-minute walk from your home.
2: So we're mm-hmm. in front of the, what is it? The Claude Opera House? The Bogdone
1: <laughs> House. The front old Bogdone House. We're in front of
2: the Bogdone House. And, and Bobbus.
1: Bobbis. I
2: wanted to say Brithbane. <laughs> No. I'm just making up my own names for Bobis. things. Bobbis has just said that he'll leave us alone if we stay the night in the Bogdone house. He's
1: is he like, just going to, like, camp out a little bit? on
2: the porch <laughs> oh, the entire time to make sure we
1: stay idea. there? Or...
3: Yeah, like, how is he going to know if we just leave? Mm-hmm. Right, because that's what Shelby's thinking. Are you asking thinking. him that? No. Shelby's thinking... Was to keep us from just go- being yeah, like, just okay, and going in and then going out again. His idiots will be at home for dinner and then we'll just leave. Yeah, that's true. So you're yeah. not
1: asking him anything? No. You're just thinking that?
3: Right, no. Okay. Yeah. You should know by now that whatever I say out loud, I'm thinking inside.
1: None of your words are ever actually said.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Why do you want us to stay in this house?
1: Because <laughs> it's haunted.
2: Oh, oh God. God. is that You it. can't make us do anything.
1: Oh, can't I? And he picks you up off the ground. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And you start like just smacking on his, <laughs> <laughs> and I want to make like punchy sounds. <laughs> yeah,
3: exactly. And I, I guess I'm, I'm following along, just like kicking him in the seat of his pants.
1: No, you aren't. You uh Am I not? Did not succeed failed. on your check, you know. Uh, you're for not, slapping him. You're not doing a good job of it. Whatever you're trying to do. Oh. He's got his two other bullies with him. He's
3: Okay. Well, let it let it be noted that I'm at least trying.
1: Yeah. You tried.
3: I
4: tried. Okay. Okay, Bobbis. put Mimi down. It's fine. Just
1: no. All
2: right.
4: I feel like for a troublemaker, you're being very placating. I know. You well, the whole point you is that like, I'm not what is tr- that I don't want to get mean. I don't want anyone to get beat up. That's the whole
2: point, Mm -hmm. is to play kick. Think Ferris Bueller. He's not throwing punches. So, and I don't, I don't, they can overpower us, and I don't want anyone to go away getting hurt. So I want to be able to talk my way out of it, which is my pride. So I would like to do a pride point to talk my way out of this.
1: You only get one. One of you two should give me an, uh, a comprehend.
2: One of... I don't have
4: any rank in Comprehend.
3: Comprehend, hang on. What is... What's your... Oh, mine? I have one in Comprehend and... Oh, I got a couple of sixes. Okay, so you got sixes. I got three sixes. Do I get sixes? The way it works here,
1: you get your one success and then you use the other sixes like you use advantages.
3: Okay. I can't just save them for later. Yeah.
1: The reaction that he gave to Moxie mentioning the clones he had a, a reaction to it. It wasn't just like him saying, oh, "My dad could beat up a clone."
3: We're gonna tell the clones
2: on you.
1: He had a reaction to her saying that. Basically, you remember back, his dad got arrested by the clones.
2: So he has he, he has yeah fear fear of the clones.
1: Yeah, and he probably knows that Moxie knows a clone, mm-hmm. and this is probably why he's going after the three of you.
2: Okay, so this is like a revenge thing. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna take a different tack because he's not seeing reason. So I would like to do a... What was your success, Nikki?
3: What did you do? Yeah, what did I accomplish?
1: You learned learned some stuff about him.
3: Oh, I learned that. that. So now I have to put it into practice.
1: Yeah. (laughs) All right, so (laughs) Trilby knows some things.
3: Okay. So he totally got arrested by the clones last year because he was... (laughs) Joyriding? Yeah, he stole a speeder and went joyriding, and the clones got him, and so he's been arrested by them before.
1: You two don't get to talk about my dad.
2: We don't even need to talk about your dad, because we have enough stupidity standing before us right now. And I'm going to do a charm check so that he takes it as a joke and thinks it's kind of funny that I'm insulting him, and drops Mimi and lets Mimi come come run behind us. So I'm doing a charm charm check. check. I have two rank and charm,
1: and charm goes along with A uh, heart. And ha- what's your heart? Four. So six dice.
2: I, I have one, two sixes.
1: Okay, so yeah, he he can't help himself. The stupid thing was a, is a good joke because he's, you're obviously talking about his two henchmen, right? <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh. laughs> and he drops Mimi, and he says, "But you're still gonna go in the house tonight."
2: So Mimi, he drops you and what do you do? Oomph! <laughs> <laughs> but do you stand next to him still or run around you behind scamper us? Scamper
3: behind us again.
2: Yes, Okay, good. she scampers. Mm. All right, so I'm now i got Mimi safe. All right, so you want us to go spend the night in this haunted, I use air quotes, mansion. And then what, you'll leave us alone for good?
1: Yeah, sure, yeah, I'll leave you alone.
2: How do we know you'll hold up your end of the deal? I just will. All right, well, that's convincing. This is
1: 12-year-old logic. Sure.
2: Well, give us a a moment there, Bobbis and friends. So, Shrubby, what do do you think? Clearly, these guys are totally stupid, but they could beat our brains out. So, just say we'll go along with it? Fine, let's just
3: go in there, but we're not staying more than an hour, because I'm not missing heights and depths again. (laughs) it's the season finale. (laughs) Okay. Fine. Let's just go inside.
2: And how are they even going to know that we stay there? Oh, they won't because they're stupid. Can you say that a little bit too loud?
1: <laughs> he still thinks you're talking about his two henchmen. <laughs> <laughs> he Guys, cho- he chuckles is, a little.
2: <laughs> I think this is a really bad idea.
3: Oh my it's gosh, okay. It's might. so spooky. We'll be back in time for our soaps.
2: We're not actually going to stay the night there, maybe. It'll all be okay. All right?
3: All right. Fine. We wait. We we we'll just wait. We'll just wait inside the front room before
2: until they're gone. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right. So, Shelby, you want to tell them that we'll do their stupid
4: dare?
3: Um, I feel like it's a little below her dignity. To <laughs> do
2: you
3: want to send me
4: out to shake hands? <laughs> <laughs> You'll be our ambassador.
3: <laughs> Fine. We'll do your stupid dare. Not like I really get anything out of it.
1: Fine. Meet us here in two hours.
3: I thought we were staying overnight.
1: Yeah, it's not night yet. So why we are just we going to school. two
3: hours? Because it's Because it'll be night
1: in two hours.
3: Oh. <laughs> so wait, overnight is two Regal, what hours. time is it? No, just, it's.
2: It, nighttime starts in two hours. Oh, so we're allowed to go home first.
3: Right. Well, that's stupid. Why would I come back if we're going home first?
2: Well, it's in our neighborhood. They're like, we're just two doors away from our house, right?
1: Yeah, you can see it.
2: Yeah, we're like, we're, we're at
1: the it's beginning the, of yeah. our
2: cul-de-sac. I, I
3: feel like if I were to go home, I would just like
4: eat dinner and go to bed. And watch my show. Is this like an opportunity for us to gather supplies or something? If you need to. Use the bathroom. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: You don't want to have to pee in a haunted house. No. You don't know if the plumbing still works.
2: <laughs> you don't know if it'll go down in that Or situation. works
3: against you. <laughs> it's like, this is stupid.
2: Well, they, they're, they're Why don't we just trophy?
3: go home and watch our shows and have dessert?
2: Like what's to keep us going back here? Oh, well, it's okay. Well, let's, we'll try to get out of it. It's okay. Just tell them we'll do it and then see what happens. Very well, gentlemen. It's been a pleasure doing business with you. We'll see you in two hours. And uh, while we're away, uh, you know what I would like from you I'm, to make sure you hold up your end of the bargain? is uh, What? A written contract saying you will
4: leave us alone. I think we should be getting more out of this. Let's negotiate. Yeah. Why did I do the Valley Girl voice? Let's <laughs> negotiate. <laughs> well, look up to me.
1: Yeah. Ask
4: for more than free passage. Hmm. And you have to stop bullying
2: everyone in the school. Yeah, I don't care about that. But you have to do. <laughs> but I, we can have more than just. You one have day. to buy our
3: lunches every day for a month if we do this. No. Then why would we do this? No. I see a very little to gain from this.
1: I got. I, we've got the high ground in this situation.
3: We're on an even surface. <laughs> it's very
2: level here.
1: <laughs> he looks back at the at the the scrawny little Rodian and at the towering Herglick to his left. We clearly have the high ground in this situation.
2: And I know uh, my pal Gusto the clone trooper's route, and I know that. As long as we can stall him here for another ten minutes, or another five minutes, he's uh, going to, his his route goes past our neighborhood.
1: That would be a contact check.
2: Yeah, it would be. I have one rank in contact, and four rank in heart. Okay. I have one six.
1: Okay. So yeah, in about five minutes, a clone patrol is going to go by.
2: And I know that, so I, I lean over to Shrubble real quick. We can keep him talking for five more minutes. My pal Gusto will be here and we can call him over and scare these guys and believe in us alone. So keep talking. No. Y- yes.
3: <laughs> no, I don't want to this is stupid. I just want to go home and watch my show. Can, I don't know why we're still here. They can literally beat us all up.
1: Mine. You, so you two are whispering and um, Babas is just sort of like leaning in, trying to hear it. And he leans back and sort of scrunches up his face and says we'll see you in two hours let's go guys and the three of them start walking in the opposite direction towards where you know their houses are
3: okay we could just go to their houses and tell their parents
2: well his dad got arrested or send your friend to do it I don't know I don't know if uh not really my errand boy so I wouldn't feel right about that what's the point of having a clone trooper friend if you're not going to use them
3: to do clone trooper stuff.
2: Well, we're friends because he arrested me one time, so I don't know uh, how much uh, I can bank on that friendship for, you know, him. He's, he's not my lackey. Come on, Mimi.
3: Well, at least he dessert anyway.
1: So the three of you head to your homes. What is Shelby and Mimi's home like?
3: I guess I think it's nice. Yeah, like standard, middle class. American middle class, not British middle class, <laughs> um, but it's just like your average cul-de-sac home.
1: So, what does Shelby do when she gets home?
3: Just kind of, she tosses. I toss my backpack in a corner and make myself a sandwich. I'm not I'm still not convinced that we mm-hmm. have to go back to this house.
1: What is Mimi doing? Flip home? on the TV when you get home. I think your dad is there. This is like the. One hour a day, you see your dad before he has to go work the nights at the Golden Gundark.
4: Um, I ask him, well, if Trelby's making sandwiches, or a sandwich, I kind of give her big sad eyes to see if she'll make me and dad a sandwich, too. And then I go over and I ask him, do you... Hey, dad, do you want to watch some... What's the Star Wars version of MTV?
1: Oh boy. <laughs> uh, Is there
4: like a cribs for the MTV? <laughs>
1: Maybe MHN? MHN. Music. MHN. Music Hollow Network?
4: Music Hollow Network?
1: Does that seem right? Well, I'm yeah.
4: guessing that the stepmom is outside trying to catch the last sun yeah. rays. She's sunbathing in the backyard. She's <laughs> Which very tan.
1: Really funny because you're miles under buildings, but she's still doing it.
4: She's trying real hard. She's yeah. got like a she's, really big sheet of tin foil. So she's she's kind of
2: trashy and is, is like thinking that this is what the fancy people do, maybe. Uh-huh. And so
3: she's just trying to. She's an Umbaran too,
1: right? I feel like she's a human.
3: Okay. Because I'm like,
2: an Umbaran can't tan that. No, much. they don't they do sun. We just burn. Yeah. Because yeah, you your skin is like literally white. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like not so, pale, but white.
1: The planet that your family is from is pretty much always dark.
4: Yeah. yeah. Dad's like getting ready for work, but I'm still like, Hey, do you wanna watch some Music Hollow Network with me before you go to work?
0: Well, we have a few minutes I can watch some TV.
4: Wait, so he's
2: Canadian? <laughs> I'm just
1: trying to he has a very distinct way of talking.
3: Or okay. <laughs> oh, are you trying to copy that uh-huh. yeah.
1: I'm not gonna do it justice at Love all.
3: It. I hand them sandwiches. Thanks, Shelby.
1: Thanks, Shelby. Whatever. See what's on the, the tube.
3: <laughs> Wait, is it a little tube here?
1: <laughs> There's a a tube on top of um a table, and he goes over and flicks it on, and a screen Prejects, appears of it. Yes. Yeah, a uh, polygraphic TV screen appears above it.
4: It's it's like mid-range quality too.
1: Mm-hmm. It's not that big.
4: Should we tell him that we are we have to go to this haunted house for no good reason? And he's just like, oh, that sounds yes, fun. Yes, that sounds fun. <laughs> Guess what, Dad?
1: <laughs> what?
4: Babis is making us go to a
3: haunted house for the night. He's not even going to buy us sandwiches for the month.
1: He's really into sandwiches.
3: <laughs> She's obsessed.
1: <laughs> well, that like sounds fun. It seems like the
3: most 80s lunch food possible. Fluffernutter. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you, you two have fun. I gotta go head off there. Uh,
4: I don't wanna. If I, I put, thought you were gonna watch MHN with me.
1: We watched it for a couple minutes. The new music hour barely started. <laughs> well, you know, I just got the promotion and I really gotta put the time in. Fine. You know, I'm a front door boy now.
4: <sighs> I said fine.
1: Maybe someday you two can visit me up at work. Sure. Boring. Ask your mom if she can bring you.
4: Mom? Our mom is dead. That's not our mom.
1: At that, he looks pretty sad.
4: Oh no, uh, I feel now bad. We feel sad. Edit out the meanness. We no. weren't just mean to our widower father. Well,
1: no, you're allowed
2: like to feel no, yeah. anger because
4: he's
1: not yeah.
2: around. You he he's flashing out.
1: Tries to do his best for Aww. the two of you, and as far as he knows. Your stepmom is doing a great job, but.
2: He, he's you know, unaware of how yeah. neglectful she is.
1: Yeah. On that, what's happening over at Moxie's house?
2: So I wave goodbye to Trelby and Mimi's, you know, goodnight guys! See you in a couple hours! Bye, Moxie! Bye, Mimi! And I go to the house next door and walking up the sidewalk to the front door, and there couldn't be a starker contrast between two yards. Trelby and Mimi's house, the lawn's mown. It's pristine. It's pristine. The the fences are painted. Well, you're like I used to mow it. Your Mm -hmm. your stepmom probably makes you mow it, let's be real. Yeah, I hate doing it though. It keeps you grounded. (laughs) It's when I am (laughs) (laughs) grounded. But then I go to my lawn and there's like rusted tricycles in the front lawn. The grass is, you know, five feet tall and broken furniture and the front porch is kind of crooked and there's like a hole in the deck and everything and the paint is peeling and it just looks like a sad, sad house. So I walk up and I open the door and it's just mayhem inside.
1: As you open it up, uh, your oldest brother walks out past you. He's got his leather jacket on. See you later, mocks and he runs up to his uh, convertible and hops in and drives off
2: his girlfriend's in the passenger seat. Yeah. yeah, he's
1: probably got a date.
2: Yeah, okay. I'm like, oh, okay, bye Mifflin! <laughs> Mifflin. My oldest brother's name is Mifflin. Bye Mifflin! I'm a little weirded out that he said bye to me without like accompanying it with a punch to the arm or something, but I just go with it. So I walk inside, close the door behind me, and my goal is to get upstairs without any altercations because my 13 other siblings are just running around like crazy in the house. It, my my brother's playing drums in the basement. Another brother's on the electric guitar in the dining room. The TV's at full you blast. Think they'd form a band? <laughs> you would think so, but we don't get along enough for that. There's a MHN blasting in the living room.
1: Are you the only girl?
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm the youngest. Yeah. So I scurry through the house and run upstairs, get to my room safely, and close the door behind me. My door has a "Do Not Disturb" sign on it and "Keep Out." triangle mm-hmm. on on my front door. So I close the door and I'm in my room and I kind of lean back against the door breathing deeply because I was just so relieved that I made it without anybody seeing me. I know that we're spending the night in the Bogdón house because Bobbis is threatening us to but I secretly have always wanted to go inside that house. I've heard the rumors about it being haunted and I love a good adventure and a fun story to tell later so I kind of feel like Bobbis threatening us to go in there was like not really a bad thing. I'm kind of okay with it. So I start, I pull out a duffel bag and I start putting, I put my lucky spray paint in there and and a flashlight, an extra sweater, and just other things, some rope, some uh, anything else that I think might be useful mm-hmm. for us that night.
1: Before long, you hear over all the other sounds in your house, rocks being thrown at your window.
2: So I run to my window and I look down and there I see...
1: The Herglick. The big bully.
2: So I throw up my window and I was like, Hey, dwarf, how's it going?
1: It's time.
2: I haven't even had my dinner yet, man.
1: Better hurry.
2: Oh, for Pete's sake. What a troglodyte. Be down in a minute, sweetie. I say mockingly and I close my window.
1: And before long, Mimi and Shelby hear their doorbell. Dad's already gone.
2: Dumb human mom. Where's our (laughs) stepmom?
1: Um... Is
3: she might be my favorite character so far. <laughs> stepmom? Yeah. Her. She's putting her hair in
1: curlers. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and watching uh, HHN. Home shopping? Home, home, hollow network, yeah.
4: Home, home, ho- <laughs> home, home hollow network?
1: H-H-H-H-N. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> home, home, hollow network. It's the one where they, where they just do like... they. So
4: homey, it's in the name twice. Yeah,
1: they... <laughs> fix up houses and turn ah. turn old speeders into homes and yeah.
4: showcase buyers purchasing Horses. homes in the Egonic fanciest places.
1: Yeah. right great
4: fanciest <laughs> neighborhoods. Coruscant has to offer. Mm-hmm.
1: The doorbell rings. It's probably I, the bullies.
3: I I'm not scared, so I just go up and open it. My face. I'm I'm still like kind of eating my sandwich. You see, I think I feel like you've prepared a bag, but I haven't Mimi bothered to.
4: Comes barreling down the stairs with a duffel bag over her shoulder. Her giant black sweater is swirling around her body mm-hmm. like a pair of bat wings. Runs past Shelby, who's just about to open the door, and wrenches it open and says, I'm ready. <laughs> I love Mimi. You're so excited.
1: Bobbus, the soliston bully, is there. He's got a couple feet on ya. You better be ready.
4: I'm not afraid of you! I'm not afraid of nothing!
1: Should be. Where's Shrelby?
3: I'm leaning against her. He looks it around.
1: Morning. You ready to go?
3: She's genuinely considering just staying home and watching TV. You're coming. Are you gonna come into my house and make me?
1: Absolutely.
3: Come wow, on, my Shrelby is right here.
1: This Go is have fun with your friends! Actual, oh, great.
3: <laughs> I give her the worst teenager with stare. She that is doesn't see it possible. It's reflected off the foil in her curlers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Fine. And so I, I haven't prepared a backpack, but I, I just grab my school bag.
1: As the like, I might
3: as well do my homework.
1: As you head out and the door closes behind you, you catch the beginning notes of heights and depths.
3: What? And I shout for my stepmother to record it for me, but I know she won't. Okay, her... honey. Don't call me honey.
1: Okay, sweetie. Better. <laughs> the six of you meet on the corner between Moxie's house and uh, the Wren house. You already...
2: Well, we are, but uh, I think you are forgetting to give us something. Yeah, where's our lunch money?
1: Oh, uh, Dorf, get that sheet of flimsy. He pulls out a plastic sheet of paper that says, you get the side of the street.
3: <laughs> Wait, does that mean <laughs> you can't go called- on our side of the street? Yeah. Yeah. Moxie, write that down. Well, he's
2: giving us this. He, I he, feel like writing.
4: Moxie would be very excited about this prospect because it means that you can tell all of the bullied kids, that they can walk home now. Right. Oh, totally. So because I've... if you own that side of the street, mm-hmm. you're not just doing it for yourself, you're doing it for... I didn't care about the lunch money. That was
2: that was what Shrelby really that's wanted. That's all I'm in it for. But I, I wanted the, them to give us back our side of the street. So I'm pretty thrilled. I kind of chuckle at the poor spelling because... Yeah. Y-E-W-G-I-T... Why you, you
3: are it. Is it a valid
2: contract if there's all these errors? Well, they signed it with an X, so I'm going to say it's official. it has got <laughs> the X. B B.
1: BB. Bobbin. For Bobus. KBB. It's Bobus.
2: Whatever you say, no, baby. <laughs> so we're just kind of chuckling and I'm excited and not really scared to go do this. I think it's going to be a fun adventure and I got the contract out of it so I put it safely in my duffel bag. Like Ta-ta, gentlemen, we'll see you in the morning. Just like a troublemaker would. No, just start skipping up the steps.
1: We're coming with you.
2: Whoa, what? whoa, 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 whoa. Time out.
3: We cannot be spending the night in a house with boys. We're not allowed to have boys over.
2: And also, not to be rude, but
3: definitely to be rude, y'all stink. Is so this just saying- like your guy's weird way of getting us to go
2: on a date with you? Oh, my God. They have a crush on us? Ew. No.
1: You all are saying this as you approach the <laughs> yeah, right. Rego, the Rodian, is walking ahead of you. Bobbus and Dorf are, are behind you. And Rigo opens up the the door and, and gestures in for you you three to enter.
2: So we rush in as quickly as possible and close the door before they can follow.
1: Yeah, and then you hear laughs on the other side of the door and a chain
4: complicates things a bit stupid.
1: We can just break out a window. Uh, Have fun tonight.
4: You guys, I know I said I wasn't scared of anything, but I'm pretty spooked out. (laughs) It's okay, Mimi. I think we're about to have
2: the best night ever.
4: Are you sure, Monty?
2: Well, I've brought us sandwiches and my flashlight and matches and rope and a book about ghost hunting, so I really think we're, we're set. I brought us a book
3: about my science homework Oh, okay, well Maybe there's some science Maybe we can do a fun group activity of my homework Paranormal activity in there? What maybe? does
4: um, Mimi and Truby's dad do?
1: He works for the the hut at the casino
4: He's a bellhop
1: He guards the front door Shelby probably thinks he's a bellhop
4: <laughs> I'm wondering what's in Mimi's bag that she brought
1: that's a good question.
4: What is a Mimi's bag that you brought? I wondered Did if... Did she
1: grab her dad's stuff? Is there a blaster in there?
4: Oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> yes. I, that's what she I was wondering. Hunt. Like, if, if like, dad had a safe or something. Probably. And that... And so, Moxie's like, here's everything I brought. And Shelby <laughs> like, brings out a science book. And wait! I'm, oh my
3: God! You brought a gun? <laughs> no way!
2: Yes. yes, please. Oh, Mimi, you are ten Mimi years
4: old. Sets her bag down on the floor next to the pile and unzips it, and like light starts shining from the inside of it, and her eyes light up.
1: And, and there's like is it like ash?
4: No, there's a like the light from the blaster gun. Okay, like the, like the safety light Why is it's it? shining. <laughs> Whoa, Mimi, uh, where'd that come from, girl? It only stuns you guys. Well, Don't leave a weapon so only mad. at the casino.
2: It's his backup anyway. Well, worst comes to worst, we can use it on the goons outside to break our way out of here. Why didn't we already do that? Well, okay. Well, for- I didn't want to take a gun out on the street, you guys. You have good instincts, Mimi. I'm only ten. Stop encouraging her. Sorry, sorry. Guys, I think we're really... Starting this adventure off on the wrong foot? This is exciting! Let's go explore!
4: Thanks for listening to another episode of Coruscant Nights.
1: Thanks to Nikki, Nikki, and Mary Frances for playing on these episodes. You can find Nikki Croc's artwork at nickikroc.com. That's N-I-C-K-I-C-R-O-C-K kcom
0: You can find Nikki Smetter's artwork at nickysmetters.com that's n-i-k-k-i-s-m-e-t-t-e-r-s dot com
4: our music is by mark eberhardt
1: you can find us on social media at coruscant Night on twitter or you can email us at coruscant Nights pod at gmail.com
4: love the podcast and want to show your support you can leave us a review on your favorite podcatcher You can buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com slash Coruscant Nights, or you can visit us on Patreon.
1: Check it out at patreon.com slash Coruscant Nights.
0: Hey, TC-44, could you get that? I'm busy watching the pod race. Thank you. Oh, it would be my pleasure, Reggie. Oh my, what have we here? What wonderful costumes you're wearing. A oh, rancor, so scary. And aren't you the spitting image of Max Rebo? Oh, and you, sir. You make a splendid nerf herder, so scruffy looking. Hey. Uh, uh, oh, I-, I do apologize. I thought it was a costume. I did not mean to offend. Tree-tree! Oh, you want a treat? Well, have I got a treat for you? Who here likes galactic history? Well, those of you familiar with galactic history have heard of the Ember of Val. But for those of you who aren't, and I'm looking at you, sir, well, the Ember of Val was an ancient cult who worshipped the destructive power of the Dark Side of the Force. After being nearly wiped out by the Jedi for the Dark Side tendencies, the remaining Vala began celebrating Valoween. The Vala dressed like their fallen warriors to celebrate their ancestors. They would ignite embers and place them in hollowed gourds, making lanterns to guide their spirits home and leave out food offerings for the Fallen the nomadic Vala people later spread from their homeworld to to all corners of the galaxy, bringing the night of Valloween with them. Now, as I am sure you are aware, the holiday has lost much of its original meaning, but is now celebrated on planets all across the galaxy. Young people like you dress up as their favorite characters from popular holo shows like Captain Codfish and Heights and Deaths Jr. and wander their communities receiving candy from their neighbors. Just give us the candy, mister! Oh. You came here for candy? Well, I'm afraid I do not have any. Goodbye. Well, that was a waste of time. Come on, kids, let's go.